The following is a Breaks Media podcast. You are now listening to the best podcast in the world, The Awakened Soul, hosted by my dad. Episode 88 of The Awakened Soul. Listen, we wanted to start off with a little funk this week. You may get that throughout this week's show. Nonetheless, this is episode 88. For the first time listeners, I'm your host, CEO Hayes. This is the wonderful The Awakened Soul pod where we talk about, we like to talk about things that go a little deeper. We like to make you think. We like to feed you mentally. Uh, This week's episode on the discussion topic, we have the ladies from the team podcast. That is Joe, Danny, Trail, and Beck all in the building. Um, and it's funny because getting to see how they work, getting to see how the, the, the team works as a team, so to say, has really been inspiring. And the fact that, you know, when you reach out with someone and you want to work with them and you see that their grind matches your grind and all of that, they have been a perfect, perfect pairing with the Burks Media. So definitely want to look out for that. Definitely want to continue to support them. The live show's coming up. Go and get your tickets to that live show. I'm not going to keep... Go get your tickets. That's all I'm going to say. Go and get your tickets. May I pop up? I don't know. But go and get the tickets. Um, But the, we, uh, on the discussion topic this week, we actually talk about a lot of things. You know, one thing that we do talk about is black culture. We talk about how it's uh, duplicated, how it's imitated. We talk about when it's flattering versus when it's appropriation. And when you may just need to check a couple of people. So we we go all throughout that Um yeah, we also got PYT Tiana with the unpopular opinion as we do every week. It's gonna, it's going to be a great show. This is what we do. I love bringing you guys the show each and every week. I love uh, getting in the segments, also the soul food from uh, Queen Poison. So, all in all, you know, it's not just my voice you'll hear on this, uh, on this podcast, you guys. Uh, we'll hear a lot of people coming in and out with their segments, and that's what we do here. I wanted to take some time out. Um, to shout out someone and that is my business partner bj um you guys will know him as the host of change the subject pod as well as our two cents pod um co-owner of the breaks media also owner of gold mines media which you hear gold mines media you may think that them and the breaks media do the kind of the same thing wildly different companies but bj has his hand in both of them and um me it's actually it's funny because avery actually put me and bj together anyone in the podcasting community i'm sure you guys know uh avery from people talk daily and soul of a hustler um and i remember the first tweet ever that we got tagged in together and uh she had mentioned how if me and bj ever like get on the same page or collab it would like be over for the podcasting game and it's funny because every conversation we've had since then it's always great it's creative um we bounce ideas off each other um i know he's in the process of relaunching change the subject pod and what he's been what he has planned listen (laughs) 
it's going to be great, period, point blank. But, uh, you know, I wanted to take some time to shout him out, uh, A, because that's that's my boy, that's my brother. Um, but it's always good, you know, to put a face in it. And while he's been working behind the scenes, I wanted to make sure he gets his notice. So anything you guys see, when you guys see the breaks media, when you guys see me hustling and um, how hard it's going and just everything that's being done to get those names and those brands out there, he's behind the scenes working uh, just as hard as anyone else. So shout out to BJ there. Um you guys will start seeing him more and more. Actually, him, me, and Avery will all be on the Awaken Soul next week um, doing a discussion topic together. Uh, the Unruly Creatives are all getting together. It's going to be a fun conversation. I really look forward to that one. Um, but that's it. Enough prefacing. You know, I like to like to set the tone, so to say, if that funky uh, Funkadelic did not set it for you guys. We're going to go ahead. We're going to get into our intro music. And after that, we're going to get into my Dark and Twisted Mind, which is the End of Mind of Haze segment. I will see you guys there. Welcome to the Mind of Hey. So this is the segment where usually we talk about some things going on in the news and the world or whatever um, that's on my mind. And we really only have one topic for the end of the Mind of Hey segment this week. And we're going uh, to Florida in which Deputy James Caddy, uh, his body cam footage actually showed him attempting to arrest a man in Florida. And the situation turns abusive, an abusive power really quick, which is which is really disturbing. Um, we're going to actually we're going to get into the clip from it in just a second. I do warn you uh, for anyone that's easily disturbed by this type of thing. It, it will definitely trigger you, um, especially because a child's involved. And in this case, it was a man named Alan Floyd um, who was in a uh, hotel and uh, the video does not show exactly like how it began. By the time the video starts um, that was released so far, the situation is already escalated, definitely. Um, and so this was at a red carpet inn. And Alan Floyd was telling the police officer that, you know, he can look him up um, when he asked him his name and uh, I think for his identification and the situation turns left really quick. So let's go ahead. We're going to get into a clip from that. And uh, we'll, after that, we'll come back and we'll discuss it. Get your ID for me, bro. Because if I'm going to hand that child to you, whether that picture or not, I want to see the ID. I want to see your ID. Okay, listen. Okay, fine. I'm going to take her to jail because she got a warrant, okay? And I'm going to call child services on this kid. Don't quit with me, boy. You hear me? Get your ID now. ID. Now. Get your ass back in the car. I'm tired of playing games with you. Get me some ID. Now. Because you give me I'm tired of Give me some ID. You ain't being it. Give me some ID. Now. I want to know who this baby going with. Now. No. Give me your ID. If you're lying to me one time, I'm taking your ass to jail. You understand me? Come on. Stop calling me boy, man. What you doing? I'm going to I just told him my name. Get the baby. Why are you You fucking You Shut up. I ain't doing nothing. You're going to go, man. 
So I know that uh, that was really disturbing, um, especially hearing the baby cry in the background. So to kind of just give it a rundown. So uh, Alan Floyd, who was the man who was called boy um, by the police officer and everything, uh, he had his baby in his hands. And uh, apparently the mother or the woman he was with had um, a warrant, was going away. The cop asked to see the ID um, and you heard how the officer handled the situation see here's where and even alan floyd is asking him like why are you acting this way why are you so hostile um and, and he, at one point he has his arms out uh he he's said to have been choked by the officer james caddy and it's really just he's really you can tell he's trying to defuse the situation and so in something that we have to be afraid black men have to be afraid or just people in general have to be afraid they're going to lose their life this is almost a perfect example of that but let's get into what makes this even more disturbing yes the video the the son being taken away out of the father's arms by another uh police officer that's all disturbing as hell but this guy this cop james caddy apparently has a history of abuse and has still been allowed to stay on the force so we're just going to run down everything that's happened in this uh, over this man's career over the course of 16 years so in 2003 james caddy was investigated by internal affairs for uh, conduct unbecoming of an employee and use of force in 2003 like i said um and he was only given a one-day suspension from that and then in 2009, he was found liable for tase, tasing, tackling, and beating someone in 2009. In that case, the victim was actually awarded $250,000 in total damages. Um, so that that that's a, a big history of abuse, but we're not done yet. We're not done. Um, and, it, and in that case, in, in 2009, he was actually uh, arresting a group of kids um, and one of the, the, the victim in this case asked him why he was arresting their friends. Uh, he's reported as responding, what the fuck you want to be arrested to? And then that's when he that that victim was attacked. Senseless, senseless. Then in 2013, he was found to have wrongfully arrested um, a couple over a noise complaint and then tasered them. I'm sorry. And then tasered them several times. That couple was awarded three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So, again, you got a handful of clear, 
abusive charges um, that he's been uh, involved in 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 16 years. Why the fuck is he still on the force? This is where we have a problem, man. This is where you, you you're hiring people who are who are supposed to be protecting us, but yet you keep them and you save their jobs when they're clearly being abusive, when they're clearly having abusive uh, an abusive power, and and they're clearly just un unhinged individuals. And that's what is a huge problem is when the people with the badge are crazier than the people without the badges. And then we get situations like this repeatedly, 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 but they're saved by the fact that they're on a police force. They're saved by the biggest fucking gang in the world. And that is the police department because they have their backs. No charges being made. No, no, no arrests being made. How can you, if I sit there and wrongfully tase someone right now, guess what? I'm going to fucking jail. But because you're a cop, it's okay. When it's repeated, repeated, repeated. I get it. Yes, they do have to protect themselves. They do have situations in which they are supposed to use the taser. I'm not even saying that they shouldn't, but something more needs to be done to make sure that the people with this ability actually deserve it and aren't just using it to be bullies. And it's, and it's stupid. I'm not even someone who hates all police. I'm, that's not even me. But when you have some, someone with a clear history of abuse like this and they're able to stay around and they're able to keep their badge and they're able to go around and keep abusing people. And that's just b- being reported. And even in this case, the case that we're talking about now, Alan Floyd didn't he chose not to press charges because, uh, quote unquote, he didn't want any problems with the police. If it wasn't for the body cam footage being released, we may not even know about this one. So just th- that just tells you how or, or makes you think how many more cases may be out there of this specific cop. And we're not even going to talk about all the other cops, which which it could be stuff. But this specific cop, how many other situations do you think exist now where people have been abused or he's been uh, abused his power? They just chose not to report it. That It just got swept under the rug that it didn't get the press. Sick motherfuckers behind with with badges need to get the fuck out of here. And it's 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 (laughs) why don't they do a better job at hiring? Why don't they do a better job at psychological exams? Why don't they just get the fuck people the fuck out in this climate? And not let's not even use that excuse. You know what? Fuck. Let's throw that away. It's not even about just this political or racial climate that we're fucking going through now. People with badges need to be able to deescalate and protect people. When you have a punk ass person who has the fucking badge, like and, and uses that to 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 be a bully or to feel empowered because they're a fucking cop and they think that they can just do whatever. No, that shit is uncalled for. And then there's an investigation now. There's this footage is dropped. There's an investigation now. Not sure if he if he's still able to to keep his badge or whatnot. Um, going on right now. I, I would imagine that hopefully. That he's able, that he was uh, taken off active duty. You know them. They probably he probably got paid leave, pay, paid time off because they protect their fucking own. Um, in this, in 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 all of this, uh, you know the 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 young man, the father, the police officer, but the fucking baby who was taken pulled out his father's arms by a cop, and then they wonder why black people grow up with certain biases to police officers this kid may never understand why they have an inherent fear of police officers well they probably will because this footage has gotten out so i'm sure whatever version of social media is around by the time they're old enough to check it they they may be able to to pull this up but just think about that think about how many other inner city youths um have have had interactions or seen things with cops um and other people 
And it's informed their now inherent fear of police officers. It's a fucking problem. This is why we need to have better people on the police force. This is why when people show and have multiple cases like this, he should have lost his job, in my opinion. I don't know. Let me know if you guys agree. But this shit is fucking disgusting. It's disgusting. And I don't know how unpopular that opinion is or not, but it's one that I definitely have. And it's, it's I'm, we need to get it the fuck up out of here. And I'm glad that this video was released. I'm glad that it's getting the attention that it is, because like I said, this motherfucker is crazy and he obviously has an issue. That's what's on my mind. That's what's on my heart coming into this show. And I know starting off super heavy. I usually try to start it off a little bit light. I want originally planned to talk about the Grammys, but I couldn't. I couldn't. I, 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 I just don't have it in me. I wanted to talk about that. I hope you hear the passion in my voice because it's ridiculous. But we're going to go ahead. We're going to we're going to try to bring because we have a great, great discussion topic, a great um, bit of energy with the team podcast on the main discussion topic this week. So I really, really hope you guys enjoyed. I really hope that, you know, starting off this heavy um, hasn't sent too many of you guys off or triggered too many of you guys, because I promise you the content in this podcast this week is great fun. You guys are going to really enjoy it. Um, we're going to get into the unpopular opinion um, because, you know, once PYT Tiana uh, says good morning to y'all, uh, good morning. Yeah, we, 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 we like to mellow out and chill. So we're going to get into the unpopular opinion. Um, and I will see you guys after that. And then we also got Scoop Grady in the building today with the petty news. So I'll see you guys on the other side of the unpopular opinion. Good morning to y'all. Happy Monday to you. How y'all feeling this morning? It's a brand new week, y'all. Let's set it off with an unpopular opinion. So, y'all, y'all ever been around that person that always go above and beyond to do things you know is not within their means? I mean, always got to have the new everything materialistic. But you know damn well they can't afford it. Make you wonder what they really doing it all for, right? Yes, well, I have an unpopular opinion about those type of people. See, I think those people only do it for the glory of other people. Because you can't tell me that you enjoy a pair of tennis shoes so much that you will go without being able to feed your family until payday. See, I think the only reason you do it is because you want people to believe that you really got it like that. Well, you know damn well you don't. Once upon a time, there's a rap song that used to go, I pull up at the club VIP, gas tank on E, all drinks on me. That is what we really go through out here in this world. We have our life in complete shambles, but we gonna do everything within our power to have a good time smiling cheese in the face of people, to be seen. Why? What is wrong with transparency? Why are we not comfortable with saying, hey, bro, I'm not getting them joints this week. Or, hey, girl, sorry, I'm not going to be able to go out. Because you know what? I need to keep that money to put towards something else. What we scared of looking like suckers? I mean, are we still really trying to keep up appearances as grown-ass men and women? Come on, y'all. I would much rather take that energy and putting it into becoming the person that I'm pretending to be than continuing to pretend and then having to deal with my own detriment on the back end. And that's all I have to say about that. This has been Unpopular Opinion with me, P.Y. Tiana, the Around Electual Girl. 
follow at official ATL Girl on all social media outlets and subscribe on YouTube at Around the Lectual Girl. You got unpopular opinions? I want to know like Joe. Send them to AroundTheLectualGirl at gmail.com. I'm serving up hot morning tea seven days a week. You need a morning push? You know where to find me. Happy Monday to you. Yo, this your boy Flaw 700. What's good, everybody? It's your guy Fresco. And we are the, the Podcast, Podcast Brothers. Brothers. Dig? Yeah. Hey, what is our show about, actually? Our show is about a little bit of everything, man. It's not just one thing, but it's a little bit of this. Right. It's a like a little oh. bit of that. Oh, my goodness. No. You like that song? No. Not from you. What song is that? I don't know. It don't matter. It. it doesn't matter what song that is. <laughs> well, that's what our show is about. It's about two brothers kicking the shit. Real life real brothers. Real life brothers. Obviously not by choice. And if you know how brothers get down, you know how we give it up. We don't agree on nothing. And that's what it's like on a podcast show. It makes for healthy debate, makes for good dialogue, and it keeps the the listener interested as well because it's real brotherly shit. Episodes drop every Sunday. Every Sunday, every platform, you can get a podcast that the podcast brothers is there. You dig? Chill. Well, damn, that was PYTT. Anna, definitely go and check out her podcast, uh, her, the relaunch of her podcast, where she just dropped the uh, the new episode, which was amazing. Uh, so go and check her out. Um, misplaced energy. Hmm. That, that's that's an interesting uh, concept and topic uh, for her to tackle because it's and it's true. And like most weeks, I do agree with her. Um, people put a lot of energy into into fronts or who they want to be rather than embracing who they actually are and cultivating that. In my opinion, you know. Be who you are. Embrace who you are. Um, I think that we so so many of us get so caught up in, you know, covering up our flaws, but your flaws are what make you unique. If everyone was walking around perfect, we'd all be the same person. It wouldn't be that fun. And I'm not saying embrace problematic um, traits or whatever that you have, but flaws. Everyone has a flaw. And the thing is, is that flaws aren't necessarily bad. That's where that's where the specialness is with a lot of people is in flaws in what make you unique um so embrace them be you be true to you like i can't stress that enough you guys haven't learned anything else from the awakening so it's definitely okay being you it's definitely okay having your own thoughts and opinions to never let anyone make you think you have to fit inside a mold of a particular way of thinking because of your circle of friends because of your race because of your background uh because of your family you know a lot of people get so caught up in things that their family have done and just that's just the way that we've thought that's just this like be comfortable with you it's okay to be different from that it's okay but that's enough I, I i i find myself not really having a lot to add on to the unpopular opinion lately because tiana just does her fucking thing like hats off like i i i am a fan of that segment even if it was not on my show um but we're gonna get into the next segment uh that is the petty news from scoop grady so we fed you guys uh i know i got a little riled up at the in the mind of Hayes segment with the police brutality uh situation uh prt diana came down and calmed us now it's time for scoop grady to make us fucking laugh because the dude is crazy he, he may be unhinged too but in a good way so we're gonna get into the petty news and then i'll catch you guys on the other side of that we'll get into the discussion topic of the week peace Yo, what up everybody? Scoop Grady once again with the Petty News Report. Thank you all for listening. Shout out to the Grammys, y'all. Shout out to everybody that won. 
but I just gotta say one thing. Jada Kiss, what is up with your lining? Your lining is out of line. Dog, who did your haircut? Bruh, I know some city people, right? I know some people from the city right now that can fix that up, dog. Oh my god. You need to fire whoever your barber is, bruh. But besides all that, salute to everybody that won. A lot of the outfits, I'm just, you know, you know, when you get money, you just start putting on stupid shit. That's how I look at everything. That's like Cardi B, that's ridiculous. J Lo, look like you, the, you like the female Red Dead Redemption with that hat on. I swear to God. But I salute to everybody. Neck, rapper Pusha T gets a multi million dollar deal with Adidas. That's what it's all about right there, y'all. Man, hey, salute to Pusha T, man. Making big moves, man. Checks after checks after checks. And this nigga still got braids. Still got these tight ass locks, bruh. Like, you got all this money, man. Change the locks, man. But hey, I know Drake fans are pissed right now, but I ain't gonna hate on nobody right now. This is what we this is what we live for. Keep getting them checks, y'all. For real. Next. Spike Lee says he's boycotting Gucci and Prada until they hire black designers. I feel you on that. Granted, I've been boycotting Gucci and Prada for a long time. Like pretty much all my life, cause uh that shit too expensive. But uh hey, what would Jesus do? You get it? Jesus shows worth, you know? No? Okay, cool, cool. But yeah. Um how many people how many people out there actually boycotting uh Gucci and Prada though? For real, for real. Is this something that y'all really taking serious or y'all just like whatever, I'm gonna do it because the next person do it? Make sure y'all know what y'all doing out here though. And last but not least, the petty question of the week. Are you a follower or a leader? That is the question of the week. Are you a follower or are you a leader? Please, everybody, comment. That is all we have for today. Thank you for listening to Awaken Soul. Continue to follow us and be cool and watch under your armpits. Welcome to Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Go, go, Power Ranger. Yeah, this the Black Ranger. It's me, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. It's Ash Ketchum in his bed. <laughs> I am the Eric J. Only known as the Eric J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy K Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The gentleman. Also known as K Diddy. Take that, take that. But better known as the people's jabroni. <laughs> And that's us. I mean, we four friends coming together every week to talk about the biggest stories in sports with our own flair to it. Let me tell you, you ain't never heard a sports podcast that's entertaining before. Damn straight. So check us out every Wednesday. Get at us. All right, so that was Scoop Grady with the Petty News. You also heard from uh, Commercial for Technical Foul. Definitely go and check them out. Te- Technical Foul is literally, I know I say it all the time, it's the most comprehensive sports podcast around where you'll get a little bit of everything on it. Um, but shout out to Pusha T for getting that deal. Uh, you know how uh, in that in that beef with, with Drake, he reportedly kind of stopped a deal Drake was working with on Adidas and <laughs> he swooped in, uh, so to say. That That's the beef that just keeps on giving. But it's time. We're not going to stick on beef. It's time to get into the discussion topic of the week with the team. If you can't tell, you know, outside of me getting fired up about um, the police situation, I've really like my energy is at an all time high. You know, I had that week of being down, but it's at an all time high. And that's because we're killing it with the breaks media 
killing it with the creatives and getting to work with. Um, it's just a lot of fun going around. That's why you're getting a, getting funk on this week's podcast. So we're gonna you know, we're gonna get into a little bit more funk music before we get into the discussion topic. And after that, you'll be hearing from me and the ladies of the team. I'll see you there. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I have a lit group in in the building already tonight. Um, it's already been lit. Yo. We haven't even officially started recording yet. This is going to be a fun, insightful. Yo, yo, yo. I'm really worried about where this this conversation is going to go, but it's going to be fun nonetheless. I have the newest members of the Breaks Media Ayo. in the building. The team podcast is on the Awaken Soul for the first time ever. Ladies, how are Woo-hoo. you guys doing? We hey. are doing good. What's cracking? <laughs> Good. I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad to hear. It. First, so first episode drop is you guys being part of the network. First week being on the network. How does it feel? It's amazing. <laughs> it feels amazing. We're glad to be a part. Thank you. I was Super so worried excited. when I reached out. I was like, they're gonna say no. There's like no reason they're gonna say no. Why would we say no? I don't know. I don't know. Like I told you, yeah, I, 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 I like... do my research. Yeah, he was like, oh, I've been I've been watching you guys for a little minute now. I'm like, then why do you say that, son? We're, We're down regular. to earth. Right. I move in silence. It's my mm-hmm. nature. We respect that. that. <laughs> so we always do an icebreaker for first time guests on, on The Awakened Soul. So next time y'all come, we ain't doing no icebreakers. I'm just letting y'all know. And We're it will be next you. time. Okay. But uh, Family by then. Exactly. We're family already. But I, uh, it's always a, a fun conversation. I usually based around music, but I wanted to step away and do something different. So I, I, I came up with, uh, for the icebreaker, we're going to do favorite bad movie that you love anyway. <laughs> Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Um, My favorite, this is Danny, hey ya. but um, my favorite bad movie is State Property. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. Because she a thug. <laughs> in real life. <laughs> right. <laughs> is that why stay property? Because the acting is that is is horrible. Horrible. It's horrible. But the the story is good. Horrible. Like, because they're not actors. They're just, you know, regular guys. But the acting is horrible and it's shot horribly, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's it. That Benny Siegel's acting is piss it's terrible and jay-z i see why jay-z hasn't done many movies because even his little his little two-minute scene was just terrible so all he did was was look in the mirror at himself why why dame just you know ranted (laughs) (laughs) dame was good though but dame was just dame so it was easy for him to be good in that movie i was just about to say they were just playing themselves 
Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Okay, okay, yeah, I get with that. Who's funny. going next? Um, this is Beck. I'll go. So I love all the scary movies, not the Scream, the original ones, the scary movies. They're really stupid and funny, and I just love them. Um, I think the funniest is the guy with the strong hand. And then when the girl, <laughs> when a girl tried to suck the guy's dick, he was like, I could do it myself. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. So stupid. And yeah, all the scary movies are really hilarious. Horrible but funny. Right. Um, this is trial. I don't have one. Like I have favorite movies, but I can't think of a movie that I love that's like really bad as far as acting goes. But I definitely agree with State Property, though. That that was horrible acting. Indeed. I'm surprised you've seen it. Oh, uh, <laughs> I, was I can't tell you details. I can't tell you details, but I've seen it at least once. I was just, <laughs> I was just about to say, is she even allowed to even comment on State Prop? Right. Uh, <laughs> Trails the bougie one. I am not. Oh, Trails bougie? <laughs> I... I'm not bougie, but when it comes to movies, I do prefer when more of like anything the rom com. <laughs> when it comes to anything urban, I guess. <laughs> wait a second! Wait a second! And which Joe which was the one to talk? Which which hood classic movie have you not seen? Oh, um, let's see. Black Card Revoked. There, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but there are some I know that people be like, "Yeah, I seen this," and I'm like, "Yeah, I don't even know what you're talking about." <laughs> what did you you never seen um what's the one with Ricky and he got shot? Oh my oh, god, Boys, Boys in, the in the Hood? You've never seen yeah. Boys in the Hood? No, I saw Boys Stop in the Hood. Stop the podcast. Let's <laughs> go watch Boys in the Hood. Right. They're, they're speaking for me instead of letting me answer. I saw that. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> but there are some that I haven't seen, so I ain't all the way black, I guess. Ah, uh, I hate it when people say it. it's it's okay. Don't don't uh, it doesn't take it doesn't take your black card away. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> not at all, Joe. Have you went? Um, no. So mine is I love Halloween. All the Halloween movies. Um, I think they're pretty drawn out and they got like really bad over time. So I'm gonna have to say Halloween. Okay. Mm. Uh, Halloween 1 and 2, I think, uh, they're two of my favorite horror movies of all time, and everyone knows I love horror movies, but uh, mm. Halloween 5, oh my yeah. God, like, just shoot me in the head. Right, over time, <laughs> it's got, you know, over time, it's like, yo, kill this little mother sucker. It's like, how are you not, how are you not catching him? Like, kill him. Over time, it really got bad, but I love Halloween. Did you, you like the newest alive. one? Did you like the newest one? Um, it was all right. It was like, mm, like cue the violin. It was okay. I expected more. <laughs> okay. I wanted to okay. see that one, but I didn't see it. Me I either. It. I loved it. But I I'm heard a, good things though. Yeah, but I'm a scary movie fan. Like I'm, I'm one of the people who like if it's a scary movie, I c- it's kind of like pizza. You know, like even bad pizza, you'd be like, all right, it was still pizza. It was cool. Right. That's how I am with horror <laughs> horror movies. I'm like, it was it was bad, but it's still a horror movie, so I can get with it. So are you going to go see the new was it Jordan Peele movie Us? Oh, us. I'm, yo, yeah, I'm going to go see. I I don't agree with like people acting like the trailer is just the most amazing thing because I think it was just straight. It looks I didn't and I didn't like the trailer trailer to get out, but I saw the movie and loved it. So that's why right. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm that's why I know this movie is going to be amazing. But just based off the trailer, it just seems like a pretty straightforward yeah. horror movie. But I but I trust him and I know it's not it's not it's going to be better than the trailer looks to me yeah so but that's not even really like a horror that's more like suspense right 
I mean, suspense, thrillers, all kind of like, like shades of horror. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not with none of them. Like, if I'm jumping continuously in a movie, like, I'm out. I hate it. <laughs> right. It drives me nuts. She doesn't want to feel vulnerable. That's what it is. Because I'm too bossy for that. <laughs> I guess. I'm not even going to get into that. We're going to leave that <laughs> right. one right where it sits. Um, so, any any other bad movies you guys want to talk about before we move on? Mm, nah. Not that are, not, they're bad, but it's not our favorites. Like, Don't Be a Menace to South Central. That movie is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hood okay. classic, too. Nah. Is it, my- though? No, it's not. It's just <laughs> dumb. Menace to Society, like the original. That's a hood yeah. classic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is. But not Don't Be a Menace to South Central <laughs> While Drinking Your Juice. The title alone is <laughs> <laughs> My Mine would be um, I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker. The movie's terrible, but I could watch it. I, I, I've seen that one. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. I've never even heard of it. Me either. Of all the things, I actually know that one. Well, that there sounds you like go. a basehead movie. He tried a basehead movie. <laughs> oh, All right, what's so another bad? Oh, Paper Soldiers. Oh, um, I, yeah. but see, I don't think that's bad. Okay. I think there's some there's some cringy acting in it, but overall, I think it's a good. I think it's a good movie. Or like Soul Plane. Oh, no. that's just terrible. No, I would never watch that. I never. Yeah, Can't. Soul Plane was stupid. Yeah, that 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 movie put a heart, uh, halt on uh, Kevin Hart's career for like eight years until he had he had to go away for eight years and come back after that movie. That's true. That's true. And been getting it ever since. Yeah, oh ever yeah, since. He, he's more than made up for it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he's in a whole other category now. He's probably with Eddie Murphy. Ooh. Yeah, that's blasphemy. That is bl- that's mm. Mm. no. Acting wise, he may not be as funny. No, 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 no. I don't mean. I'm not comparing the career. I'm comparing the money and the. Oh, audience. okay, yeah. Oh, oh, the okay. status. The sta- yeah, he's he's probably even higher than where Eddie Murphy was. Almost even at its heights, like as far as mainstream wise. Yeah, I, absolutely. Money wise, but not legend. Like, not him being legendary. No, oh, all right, all right. money. Had to clarify that real quick. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we've broken the ice. Let's get into talking about the team podcast because I, I really want to talk to you guys about this. So first, the whole concept of it being like a group chat, I think is great. I think it's something that it makes sense. How did you guys come up with the concept? How did you come up with the name? Who who was the first one to call and say, hey, let's start a podcast? I want to hear oh. it all. That's all Danny. All right, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, she started a podcast part, but um, as far as us being friends and starting our friendship, me and Trell are best friends, and then Joanne and our friend Dominique um, are best friends, and we actually went to a mutual friend, James. Shout out to him. He, uh, We went to his birthday gathering. We met them. They were cool as hell. We got stuck in New York till four o'clock in the morning, missed the last train, whatever. So after that, that summer, it was summer of 2012, we just were having just a bunch of different events, like co-ed sleepovers, co-ed football games, um, that whole summer. So we all became getting close. And then when our friends, Justin, he was like, oh, I'm gonna bring my homegirl to the co-ed sleepover. So we're like, no problem. And this girl comes in with some fur heels with pajamas. And we was like, who is this bitch coming in here looking like this? Like, who, what? And so um, it was Danny. So that's how we met Danny. And we just all been friends since. And uh, we had went to a gathering because we squat up, we squat up. We go to an <laughs> event, it's all or nothing. So we had went and uh, one of our homeboys was like, the team here. And we like, oh, that's what's up. Like, we'll be the team. So we have been like making cups for ourselves t-shirts being mad extra and then uh danny was the one that came up with the whole podcast idea 
Yeah, um, I wanted to start a podcast probably like two years ago, and I, w- I prayed about it. I was like, God, if this is what you want me to do, give me the resources. And he's like, you already have the resources. You're friends. Oh, come so, on, preach. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, January 2018, we're coming back from D.C., mm-hmm. and I'm like, y'all, y'all want to do this? Like, let, Like, let's go. So through the whole like six and a half hour drive, we were just like putting it out like what our color is going to be what our what's our concept and then you know i just did all the background research stuff and then have the team podcast pow 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 yes and it's been like great so far um you know and for the rest of this year and on we're just hoping to continue to make meaningful connections and position ourselves as influencers in the podcast world and just keep getting it like it's been really fun and i'm super excited where like we've made great strides so far. Um, well, technically our one year will be in March, but right. we've already gotten our LLC, um, working on our trademark. Um, so yeah, things are things are going good. We are a part of the Breaks Media Network. Like that's yeah, huge super excited friend. about that. <laughs> so. And I think um, I guess our our goal is to entertain, to inform, and to inspire. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Perfectly so, said. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I love how you guys like on, on your show, you guys strike the perfect balance between like you guys get serious, you talk about serious stuff, you guys joke, you guys have fun. Um, talk about mental health, like you really are kind of mm-hmm. all encompassing and and it's needed in the culture because I think so many of our black podcasts like eventually start focusing on like social media or celebrities or, or whatever. And that's kind of where we, because that's where we're safe at. We're safe having those conversations, mm-hmm. but you guys break out of that. And even like your most recent episode, um, like it could have easily just stayed on the music, but you guys had had so many conversations outside of that, mm-hmm. that it's like, Hey, I can, I can tune into to the team podcast and I can get almost everything I need from one. So that's, that's what makes you guys so dope. Absolutely. Ooh, thank and you. That- that is the goal. We really just wanted to be authentic and natural and really just bring our group chat to life. And that's how our group chat goes. We talk about any and everything. It's not like when I normally say the group chat to people, they give me the side eye like, oh, you guys just talk about men all day. Like niggas ain't shit. But we don't do that. A lot of shade. <laughs> that's not. 5% of our day. <laughs> yeah, Everything comes through the group chat. We could be talking mm-hmm. about money at nine o'clock in the morning and at lunchtime. We could be talking about, you know, going to see a therapist. It really varies. Yeah, definitely. And because uh, I wanted to talk about it, too, because it's definitely give it its shine, too. So, Trail, you also have the the blog I Brown Sugar, right? How would you start that? Um, well, I've always liked reading and writing. And for about as long as Danny's been saying she wanted to do a podcast, I've been saying I wanted to start a blog. And last year, I just like, you know, what? let me just do it. And I have found this group on Facebook and all the resources were right there. So I just dug into it. And it's, it's been really fun. I've been meeting some really great people like all over the world who are bloggers. I wish I had more blogger friends um, near me. But now that I'm a part of the Breaks Media, I'm hoping to connect with some other bloggers as well up there. I am. So basically, we lit. Basically. <laughs> In a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I can't. I can't remember when I caught on you guys. I know it was, I think it was like three or four months ago, the first time I listened. And I've literally been been watching closely, like I like I said to you, since then. And when I when I came up with the concept of the Breaks Media and what I actually like wanted to turn it, because 
there's so many po- like podcast networks. Like shout out to the uh, the podcast brothers. Flaw is one of my people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to be more than just a podcast network. I wanted to be a media company, like an actual media company that does a little bit of everything. And uh, I was like, these these women are entertaining as hell. And I like that you guys have video <laughs> content too. So uh, yeah, shout out. I just want I, I have to hype you guys up because you guys are great. Like real. Thank we appreciate you. it. Thank you. So. Anything left you guys want to talk about with podcasting before we get into these topics? No, let's get into it. Again, let's get into it. Oh, wait, I have something to say. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to let you finish, bud. (laughs) No, podcasting, I think people, it's hard. This shit is hard work to make it successful. And I think people just, you know, you just, you know, get in front of a mic and start talking. I mean, you can do that, but like, how far is that going to take you? Right. So... I have to big up my girls for being consistent and believing in the vision. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And and putting in the work because this shit is really hard. Absolutely. Like we literally, if it's not a business meeting one week, it's a content meeting the next. Um, We're continuously in the group message just talking about how we can be better and how we can be great. And I think Mm -hmm. all of us are very like, if we're going to do it, we're going to do it full out. We can't just half-ass it. Like, we're going to do it. It's going to be perfection. So um, it's good that we all have that same mindset of you know, go hard or go home. So, yeah. and we have we uh you know try to find a, a healthy balance between business and friendship because you know mm-hmm. it started with friendship. So we want to make sure that's the the foundation of what we mm-hmm. do. Yeah. So yeah, it's like a relationship. You know, we gotta you know find each other again. You know, we gotta yeah. Date. Even yeah. when baby, <laughs> when baby getting on your nerves, mm-hmm. you know, still you gotta you gotta, re- you gotta remember why them. you fell in love in the first place. So. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, I, and to just piggyback off that, like to anyone who thinks that podcasting is as simple as just sitting in front of the mic and talking your shit, they do not understand. Like, A, the promotion side of it takes, you have to be dedicated to promote. And it's good that you guys have a team that you guys can do that. But if you if you just think it's going to be sitting in front of the mic and talking, you're going to fail. You're going you're gonna to burn out mm-hmm. real quick. So Absolutely. All right. Let's get into these topics. Y'all ready? I'm ready. All right. Let's do it. So it's Black History Month, um, and I, I I don't typically do the same thing everyone does Black History Month, but I wanted to talk about this um, because Black culture is one of the most imitated, duplicated, and loved oh. things in mainstream media, but they don't embrace Black people that same way. Nice. So, so uh, man, listen, that's one of my best quotes I've ever had in my life. I've always said, if white people embrace Black people as much as they embrace Black culture, we'd be good. Absolutely, but it just doesn't happen. Chilling. Exactly, but um, so what? As far as like uh, imitating our culture, what's the difference between it being flattering, appropriation, and like what falls in between? And I am mm-hmm. going to go to Joe first on this one. I want I want to hear Joe's opinion first. Um, what's the difference between flattering and appropriation? Um, flattering. I think just simply giving a black woman a compliment, like you're gorgeous. But, and leave it there, don't say you're gorgeous because you're black or a backwards compliment. Just leave it there. You're gorgeous. Thank you. Um, Appropriation. Um, Complimenting someone on their hair, but taking the compliment too far. Like, oh, your hair looks beautiful. Is that a blank? No. Do not ask me what this is. Just say my <laughs> hair is nice because it's offensive. And we actually had this incident um, the other day. Um, 
during recess. A little girl in one of my classrooms has a wig on. You can clearly tell it's a wig. But the little girl has a head full of hair. So the teacher was discussing it and she was like, you know, I wonder like if she moves around so much, is the wig going to fall off? (laughs) And that's a legitimate question. I didn't think that was inappropriate. So then she goes, you know, I wonder if it's, um, I wonder if it's secure. So there's another person that's in the circle that actually has a wig on. But the teacher didn't direct the question to her. She just said it in general. And then the girl said, like, why are you asking me? She was like, I'm not asking you. She was like, but you have a wig on. <laughs> nah, she would have been, she would have been canceled. She was like, you have one on. And she was like, but you're attacking, you're, you know, you're directing questions. She was, but the teacher wasn't directing the question to her. But every time, like, there's a discussion about hair, the girl feels offended. She's self-conscious. Um, she's self-conscious because she has a wig on. But the it was kind of like in general, like, is the girl's hair secure or not? But it's tricky. You really, it's a thin line. But you just have to be respectful and just watch what you say. I agree. It's so true. and Because I have white friends. And my white friends really don't um, uh, disrespect me or ask stupid questions. But I also educate my white friends. So before Mm -hmm. they ask something stupid, I always let them know. That's important. Difference. Because, you you know, if you're going to be for me, I have to educate you. You can't be my friend and I don't educate you and then you're with another group and you say something stupid and you come back and tell me it's like damn like am I really your friend because I'm not educating you and I'm letting you um sound ignorant so I tend to educate my white friends I agree with Joe saying that is a very um thin line um so I say the imitation of it is kind of like in between for me it's flattering when it's done tastefully for example um a kid wanting to dress up like you because they admire you or, you know, Beyonce, when she sung at that wedding in India and she wore their, you know, their cultural garb or whatever. It was done tastefully and it was mm-hmm. done with a purpose. The appropriation part for me is when they, like I said, I said on one of our episodes, they get cornbreeze in their hair and now they give it this new name out like they created it and they don't give mm-hmm. credit when it's due. That's right. the problem for me. So it's, it's a very thin line. I agree with that. Anyone else? Yeah, um, it is a thin line. And I just, like Joe said, it is very important to educate. Um, We can't get so defensive all the time when, Mm -hmm. for example, if you're asking about wigs, like, well, what you mean? You talking about my wig? Um, I actually was in a bar one time and this white woman was like, oh my God, your hair is so nice. I said, thank you. She was like, how does it curl like that? I said, well, that's my natural curl pattern. I didn't get offended where someone else would be like, why are you asking me about, you know, my hair? If they're intrigued, then hey, be intrigued. But um, don't disrespect me. Right. And when, like you said, when it goes too far, then I'm then I'm gonna have to check you. Right. The energy has to be right. Right. It has to yeah. be genuine. Yeah. If it's genuine, Absolutely. you legit don't know, I'm gonna I'm gonna feel that vibe from you. If mm-hmm. I know you're trying to be funny, then that's what I'm gonna check you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely think you could pick up on if they're being funny or if they just genuinely want to know. Yeah. And I think, um, I think I'm, we have I'm to flattered by um, you know, other cultures trying to adapt to our culture or take things from our culture, just don't call it yours. That's plagiarizing. It's not yeah. yours. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we go to the hair store and get all these ornaments for our hair and whatnot. That's part of us. That's part of who we are. That's how we grew up with the barrettes and corn rolls right. and all these great things. These This came from us. And it, most of it started from being resourceful mm-hmm. Yeah, and had to make things work. 
And, you know, you guys are making it high fashion. And it's not ghetto when you do it. It's urban when you do it. Mm-hmm. But, that um, part. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm flattered. Like, oh, you like our music. You want to make little Millie Rock videos and whatnot. That's cool. That's cute. Just My thing you is know, have that same energy when you pulling my ass over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Just pay respect to where you got it from. Basically. Yeah. That's 100% fact. I think, too, is like... I think we have to understand, and I don't know if you guys know. I I, I say it all the time, but I know we're 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 new family. But my dad's white, so like mm-hmm. getting to know that side of the family, and like I to grow up in that, and them to ask because you know, of course, your family asks you questions that other people ask you. It may come off way, but that was my family, so I I knew that it came out of place of genuinely trying to figure out and love. So I I growing up in that, I've been a little bit more tolerant, like when white. I had this one situation at work, uh, this old white lady one time, because I have red and blonde in my beard. And she was like, oh, it, do you dye your beard? I'm like, no. She was like, oh, I didn't know you you guys hair can grow that way. I'm like, really? Oh. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> but she was, she like, was really old. Yeah, and, a bunch of Africans it, out there with blonde It's hair. the you guys exactly. term. And and I um and I had to tell her I was like look like you you can't say that she was like what well I'm just I'm really caught off I I just really didn't know that I'm like yeah but you know you kind of got to say it this way and she was like mm-hmm. oh I didn't think of it that way so we sometimes we have to realize that some of it does come from a place of ignorance and not yeah. ignorance as in trying to be ignorant but ignorance of they generally <laughs> do not know so yeah that's true I mean yeah but sis tried it. It's, she oh she absolutely did, did but she sounded like she didn't know and that was something that she's always heard right she yeah, yeah. Older, so it's, it's, not, it's something that she's always heard you people or you guys mm-hmm. so she just said what she heard until he was like no you can't say that and probably now she probably thinks twice now before she had a corrector guys right. yeah and I, and I corrected her out of trying to just inform her not because I could have went off. I, a younger me probably would have, to be quite honest. But, you know, trying to be mature, trying to be uh, more in the in the mindset of enlightening people, even if they are being ignorant to me to stand above that. It helps sometimes. But don't get me wrong. I get with people from time to time when it's needed. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Each one. Each one. Yeah. All right. Um. So, anything left on the on black culture in general before we move into the next one? No, nah, I love, think we covered. We love it. everybody for loving us. <laughs> just respect us, love us. You know. Exactly, and I mean, let's let's just be real. And I'm not just saying this because you guys are, are women in on this because I say this all the time. Black women are so, are the most imitated group. Period. <laughs> point blank, and that's because y'all shit. So and the most disrespected. Exactly, <laughs> you're absolutely right, and it's it, it kind of goes hand in hand because you have the people mm-hmm. that imitate you generally because they admire what black people, are, black women are able to do, and then some that are threatened by it and imitate it to make fun of it, and it's like no, nah, right. no, nah. um, and I and I always say we gotta us black men we gotta do better at, at checking some mm-hmm. of that sometimes and sending up for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look, that's a whole um, other episode. Mm-hmm. And Beck, I know that I think that was right when you started following me. Like I went, it was I think it was like a whole month where every morning I would tweet out something positive about yeah. black women, just because mm-hmm. I feel like a, as men and me growing up, I, I can even say like I didn't always do it. I haven't always supported our black women like we should, um, like I should. So I I try to do that more often because you guys are the shit. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and our black kings are the shit as well. Absolutely, we love we our try. black men. We, we love try. them. 
<laughs> you know, and I will say, uh, we have some amazing black men in uh in our little pod family, uh, that just are doing amazing things like Dan on Drugs, Peabody yeah. from Social Complex, um, the boys from uh Socially Unacceptable, Oversaturated, mm-hmm. which are my brothers, they just Ralph black Patriots men, so. fan. Yeah. Man, listen. Okay. We're gonna go ahead and move on. Now it's definitely time to move on. They can um, go left real quick, but I'll make Cancel culture. This is something that I've really been talking a lot about. And um I think that there are some things that need to be canceled, don't get me wrong, but I think it's getting to the point now to where we're canceling people for thoughts and ideas that they had decades ago and they've yeah. and they've and they've shown that they've grown since then but we're still attempting to cancel them now so my question is to you guys uh do you guys agree with cancel culture as a whole and do you do you also see it as problematic um i think that it is situational um some things are unacceptable especially if you're actively doing those things um but if you're canceling every single person, you're not giving them, like we just said, you're not giving them room to be able to learn or say like, you know, this isn't right. Or even giving them an opportunity to change. Um, we can't always just say, all right, well, you did this. So this is how you're going to be for the rest of your life. Same thing, for example, the Kevin Hart thing. It's like now I think, especially with social media now, it's like, oh, let's dig and find old stuff from eight and 10 years ago. So we're going to cancel him. Like, you you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just mm-hmm. at this point is ridiculous. Like if it's in the moment and it's something that they're doing, check them, give them opportunity to change. Now, if they don't want to change and they continue to do those same negative things, then that's something different. But you have to be able to give someone opportunity to change, especially if they don't know that it's wrong. Right. And to piggyback off of that, um, I think is problematic to an extent because sometimes we're quick to cancel because of because our views and beliefs don't align. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure that that's a reason to cancel somebody. They We don't have to believe the same things. We don't have to view things the same way. We just need to respect each other and love right. each other. So I think that's where it becomes a problem. And we're canceling without having all the info. Like you mm-hmm. said, it might have been something that happened years ago when I was young and dumb and I didn't know any better. I don't feel that way now. And people are allowed to change. Mm-hmm. So I think we just need to be mindful before we're just quick to say you're canceled. Yeah. I definitely think it's um, situational, definitely. And we've become, like, so sensitive as a culture. Mm-hmm. It's like, it was a point, like, we had some really raw comedians, and mm-hmm. they can say anything. And I don't think really people took offense to it. It's just, you know, it's it's comedy. But now, you cannot mention a group of people. You can't mention this. You can't mention that. It takes the fun out of everything. And... Um, right, like cancel everybody. There's nobody left. You want to cancel everybody that worked with R. Kelly? You won't, there's no more music for you. Mm-hmm. There's nobody for you to like anymore. And I, that sounds like a boring world to me, but I definitely think it's um situational. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because like people are going to the extent of like with the whole R. Kelly thing with B2K saying, you know, um, we're not gonna perform any of our songs that he wrote. Like now it's going too far. Like granted, he has issues. He needs to um, pay for the issue if he if he's you know guilty for whatever he did. He needs to pay for that. But to go into the oh well he wrote this song so we can't listen to that. Now you're just taking it like way too extreme. And I agree with that because I I could be done with R. Kelly like him singing his music, but. First of all, B2K, I didn't even know he wrote half that stuff. So it is like, okay, where do we draw the line? Mm -hmm. Are we going to say 
even though this other artist is performing these songs and singing these songs, but because R. Kelly wrote a few lines, we don't, we got to cancel it all. We can't deal with this person. I'm not sure that I agree with that. Yeah, right. We didn't know. We don't look at these songs as R. Kelly songs. They're Mariah Carey or Destiny Child or whoever. Michael Jackson. Right. Right. Yeah, I I mean, it's a a thin line and a slippery slope, I think, um, like you guys said. Like, once you start canceling people for just having a a difference of opinion or different view, that's problematic. But if you're going to cancel R. Kelly because he's just a damn creep, that that I can get with. Like, I'm not going to argue with you there at all because... The fact of the matter is, R. Kelly has shown not a lick of remorse for anything mm-hmm. he's done to anyone. Mm-hmm. That's and, definitely true. And so that that is when you get canceled. Um, yeah. But like the thing with Kevin Hart, like Kevin Hart has been completely apologetic about what he said. And he's he's shown growth even before those tweets were brought back up about that topic. Right. And so for right. us to cancel him now, like, and I always go back to me, like any if if I had Twitter back when I was 13... And you guys pulled up some of the thoughts that I had. I'd been, I would have been canceled <laughs> decades ago because. Right. But I've grown from them. And I've matured. I've right. learned, and I've I've developed into a person who realizes, dude, I don't know what I was on back then, but I'm glad I'm not that person anymore. And we, we're taking away people's ability to get to that point. Exactly. Right. And it's a part of your growth as a person. Like mm-hmm. the way I thought at ten was different than I way the way I thought at twenty, which is different the way I think now. Um, it's a part of your growth as a person. Like you're never going to learn like, Oh, maybe I need to chill out or maybe I need to tone this down. If you're forever getting chastised for them for very minimal things or, you know, for your growth. Right. So basically, um, yeah. I just was going to say, basically, if you're like Becca said, if you're actively doing something that requires you to be canceled, then that is totally understandable. But old stuff, I think just leave it where it be, unless that person is actively still doing those same things. Mm -hmm. Um, So I have a question. I don't know how much news you guys watch, but there's a situation going on, I think, in Virginia where I believe it's their governor had the blackface like oh yes years ago and there's you know he's you know first he denied it then he was like it was him and he was sorry he was young this that and the third and they want him to step down should he step down no i feel like um you said it was years ago so he was still an adult i think he was it was school it was it was a yearbook picture that they found oh okay so he was a child basically the school need to get canceled for letting him take that picture and put it in the yearbook right that's the that's Problem. Because they enabled him to do it, like exactly. they should have checked him and told him, "No, that's wrong." Right? Because maybe he didn't know that blackface right. would be offensive. And but like you said, if nobody, if the school didn't say, you know, we can't do this because this is not right, mm-hmm. they didn't and let I mean, it happen. And I think it's important to point out, like we're still educating people on why blackface is offensive. But this guy's mm-hmm. fifty; so he's fifty-six day. years old. So back when he was in high school, they really didn't understand why blackface was offensive. Right. So mm-hmm. um, I don't think he should step down. Uh, I think that he 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 kind of he tried to lie about it. I think what what came out at first, mm-hmm. um, but now that's problematic because at that point, you know, just say, "Hey, I didn't I didn't realize it was going to be this offensive." Yeah. I was eighteen yeah. years old, but mm-hmm. um, so that's more problematic. But I mean, blackface is something that. I, I don't I don't know if people some people are ever going to quite get it, to be quite honest, because I've had yeah. some conversations and they're just like, well, I just don't understand what's the problem. I'm just dressing up like, look, man, if you don't understand how we were made to like be 
uh, come off as dumb and what blackface represented. Like mm-hmm. I, I can't, I can't, there's I can't get with you. Kids, there's still schools in Georgia that performed a whole like um, play with blackface and thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. There and was, these and and these are things that they have they were taught like when they were younger. And, um, you yeah. know, racism isn't isn't you you're not born racist or you're not born doing racial things. These are all the things that they've been taught since they were young. So to unlearn is going to take time to unlearn these things and to address it. I will or say not that, taught that too. Yeah. Um, I will say that you can definitely do your research. You yeah, do definitely. Google blackface and a lot of information is there. Right. Yeah. The internet is free. Just mm-hmm. like that news anchor that told, I was it Good Morning America? What platform was she on? That told millions of people, it's okay. I don't mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah I, remember, I that. remember that. I can't remember the um what news station it was, but I do remember that. Yeah, I don't remember what um, news outlet she was with. But she basically told millions of people, it's okay. You can do blackface. Now, miss, it's okay that you felt that, but why would you put that information out? And I feel like mm-hmm. it was your responsibility as a news anchor to check, fact check. It to do your research. Okay. And now you're now you're fired. Yeah. And I feel like after that statement, they've been taking um, comments, insensitive comments about African-American people more seriously and quickly, like, firing people. Because I, I remember when um, Barack Obama was in office, people calling him tar baby and blatantly disrespecting him and calling mm-hmm. Michelle monkeys. They didn't do nothing. But I feel nothing. like it's a little bit better. Like, people are getting fired and losing their livelihood over their comments. Yeah. I agree. Which people do. I, that's that's what it's gonna it's gonna take to get people to wake up and realize how insensitive that shit is and how it's uncalled for. And people aren't just gonna stand for it anymore. So facts. Yeah. Attack them where it hurts. Hit them in them pockets. You know that's uh-huh. how you get them. Because okay. <laughs> we spend we spend the most money. Black folks will spend their money. Mm-hmm. They spend their last. <laughs> right. Okay. The white people spend money. Don't spend it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, all right, anything left on this before we get into the break? And then we got one more topic that's going to be purely fun. Ooh. No, I'm good on this. (laughs) All right, so we're going to take a break. We're going to get into a commercial from Socially Unacceptable, and we will catch you guys after this. You are now rocking with Socially Unacceptable. Socially Unacceptable. You are now rocking with socially unacceptable, socially unacceptable. Uh, that was hard. That was kind of dope. That was hard as fuck. All right, so we're back. So I uh having having the team on, I uh I felt like I needed some topic that was gonna really really get something out of you guys like something crazy and i know i hope this does it i hope this does it so uh, the one that i came up with before to send us home on the craziest dms you've ever received and how you responded to them who wants to go first on this one um i'll go i have two um so i got a tow truck driver who dm me his dick pic um he he told well first I called I got my car towed um he called me back like weeks later he found my number um and he was like you know what you sound I think he said you sound good and I'm thinking to myself like I sound good or I sound white I want I'm like Mm. you know if I'm black 
And then eventually, like two minutes later, through um, in conversation, he sends me his dick pic, and I'm like, "Yo, sir, like you're totally violating. Like I, you totally crossed the line. I didn't even say goodbye or hello yet, and you're already showing me your private." And she sent it right to the group chat, and we <laughs> I sent it right to the group chat, and then and then we just unleashed hell on him. Shout out Tony the tow truck. Tony the tow truck driver <laughs> with the oh, shrimpy. No. With, right. <laughs> that is deep. <laughs> so I don't um I don't get a lot of DMs, but I just recently got this DM. I'm assuming he was probably from like the Dominican Republic or something. It was in Spanish, so I had to translate it. But basically it was like, do you want to marry a Dominican or some shit like that? <laughs> I, I just there is fine. I love it. I just laugh. It's hard on like, for immigrants. How much you paying? Pay right. <laughs> I know I should have been like for the right price. <laughs> <laughs> I've been asked that before though. Where was I at? What co- I forgot what island I was. I think I was in Bermuda, and the guy was like, "Oh, what? you're lovely." Didn't they just ask you that in Jamaica the other day? Oh yep, yeah, Jamaica too. They, so they trying to get out, over here. It's hard out here for immigrants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't want to come here, shoot. Until no, they come here. <laughs> that's it, right, exactly. <laughs> oh, they still don't have a good life if they come here. Um, the crazy I haven't I don't receive too many DMs. I get unsolicited dick pics dick pics from, you know, every now and then. But um I think the funniest ones or funniest DMs come from, you know, guys, local guys around here. And, you know, they're trying to get at me, but then they be like, you know, your baby father's my homie and this, that, and the third. I'm like, well, he not that much of your homie since you're trying to get at me. Listen. Right. Right. That's too funny. What about yeah. you, uh, Mr. Hayes? Yeah. Right. I'm here. sure you get a lot. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. How you just going to assume that? I get none. none. Uh, I don't know. I'm just Why? assuming. I don't think so. I think we'll be it definitely um, ain't none. I know that for sure. Whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think of what's the craziest one I got. Um, I once got DM'd uh, from this uh, this white woman who was like, "I uh, I want your big black cock." I was like, and so me 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 being the ignorant asshole I am, I texted back. I was like, "It's it's not big and it's pink," and I just blocked <laughs> it. I, I just I always say something stupid. Um, but that's yeah. funny was she around for it huh was she was she you know around for the the, the small pink cock oh i, I blocked i blocked after that so i don't know oh. <laughs> you're supposed to wait for the response that? <laughs> that's funny i've never got anything that crazy Beck, oh, I know wow, you get my DMs. DMs you hear me look i'm here i'm, I'm quiet she's she being quiet no no we know you get dms so go ahead and tell your story <laughs> I be chilling. Listen, I be chilling. Um, the random dick pics. Uh, one guy was like, "Oh my god, God told me that you're my wife," and I'm like, "My nigga, no, he didn't. Like, <laughs> you're trying it." Um, yeah, I've gotten, I've gotten those. Um, I'm regular. I'm gonna be. They can hop in our DMs if y'all follow us. Underscore right. the team. T H A T E A M. Just put subject line. Um, attention to <laughs> right. The DM is always open. Attention to trail. <laughs> Joe, Danny, or Beck. So, yeah. Oh man, I can't believe you just welcome DMs. I hope 
Y'all I know, right? Lit. They could come. I mean, we'll gotta send some wild in a blocky, but they could come. <laughs> now we're gonna hear your ass. We're gonna, we gonna put you on blast. Get you a tried it. Yeah, you might get the you tried it. Right. So the DMs is open, but you gotta come correct. Right. Yeah, come respectful. Literally. Well, there you guys go. I think that's a great place to end it. Um, <laughs> go ahead and uh, everyone plug your social media before we go ahead and tell the people good night. You guys can follow us on Instagram at underscore the team. That's T-H-A-T-E-A-M. We're on Twitter and Facebook at the team podcast. Um, check us out. We always have a lot of clips for our episodes. You can catch us every other Tuesday. Mostly everywhere you get your favorite podcasts. But um, definitely hit us up. You're right. If you're around <laughs> the area, New York, New Jersey, Massachusetts, Connecticut, we have events. So, you know, come through. It's lit. Word. Our one-year live show is March 23rd. We have Wheezy WTF from Horrible Decisions Podcast coming down the host. And it's going to be an awesome, awesome time. We can't wait. Yes, we a whole vibe. So check out the whole experience. Well, there you guys go. If this wasn't enough to convince you guys to go to the live show, I don't know what else to say. That's all. (laughs) Be at the live show. Um, But yeah, definitely check out the team podcast. We'll be collabing, I'm sure, again before the year is up. I want to thank you ladies for joining, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you. And thank you for inviting us to the Breaks Media Network. We were elated when you wrote us. We tried to act like we were like, oh, we'll get back to you. But (laughs) in the back end, we was like, ah, we soon. Ah, we made (laughs) (laughs) We made it. (laughs) Fair enough. We're going to do big things this year. But uh, this has been another episode of The Awakening. So listeners, go and follow them. Check them out. Like, share, subscribe, you know, all that good stuff. And this has been it. Peace. Bye, guys. Hello, beautiful ones. Let me start off by saying that you are wonderful. You are beautiful. You are loved. You are appreciated. You are more than worthy. You are capable of amazing things. This weekend is coming to an end. We're well into the second month of the year. So happy Black History Month if I haven't said it already. I'm going to be that good friend that checks on you. For those who set up goals and resolutions for the new year, how are you doing with that? Are you still on track? 
Do I need to go ahead and hit you with the elbow and make sure that you're still holding on to those goals you said you were going to do and accomplish? How far have you gotten? Have you done a vision board? Are you networking? Are you asking for help? Are you really pushing yourself to be the best possible person that you can be? Start that business, write that blog, start that podcast. There's so many resources out here for you. And anything that you really want to do and accomplish, it's obtainable. You can do that. Go ahead and do that shit. I mean, not trying to sound like the average commercial from back in the day for those who remember, but go ahead and accomplish what you want. Don't stand in your own way. There's a theory that the mind can't differentiate the difference between reality and fantasy. So if there is any truth to that, go ahead and make whatever your mind decides to conjure up into a reality. I believe in you. So quick segue. By the time you hear this, I believe the Grammys would have already had happened. I heard J-Lo was doing Motown. I don't care to watch it. I haven't really cared to watch too many award shows. That's not my thing anymore. Look, sis can do whatever she wants to do with her life. However, I don't think putting her up for a Motown tribute was a good decision. I want to know who was on the planning committee for that. Not taking away from whatever talent that J-Lo has had. I respect her as a dancer and as an actress and as a pop artist. However, Motown, I don't feel she has the octave range for that. Judge me if you want. Call it my unpopular opinion. Kind of don't care. I don't think she has the octave range for it, and it is what it is. But if you want to go ahead and connect with me on social media, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter, both under queen underscore poison. That is Q-U-E-E-N underscore P-Zero-I-I-S-Zero-N. I hope you all have a great week. And remember to take care of yourself.